0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi, thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au.
1: It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast. Back again for another week with myself, Nix, and joining me from twinfo.com.au is the lovely Naomi And How are you? I feel like I have not spoken to you for weeks.
2: <laughs> Yet I know. it's been a week. <laughs> I know, and I guess oh. they're used to talking to you so frequently, and then when, uh, you know, we miss a week, I've really, I've missed you.
1: Well, we only caught up recently face-to-face for the first time uh, at the Amber Convention, and we said, okay, we're going to catch up and touch base a lot more often, and things have just got more hectic, but that is part of parcel of being a twin parent.
2: It is. You can't rely on anything. But can I just say to our listeners, we're 18 episodes in wow. and Nikki and I finally met each other.
1: <laughs> we haven't it got to our so, birthing stories yet, though. <laughs> I know. We, ha-
2: we haven't given birth, but we've met each other. Um, and it was amazing. It was, it was really kind of weird because just before Nikki arrived, I suddenly got really nervous. I don't think I told you this, Nikki. No, you did I suddenly got really nervous and I thought, what if she doesn't like me? What if I don't like her? This is going to be really awkward. What are we going to do? We're recording a podcast. We're we're 16 episodes in. How's this going to work? And then you turned up in your car. You picked me up from the side of the road, literally, with my suitcase, my box of Diet Coke, and my bunch of flowers. In half a water bottle that you'd cut off. (laughs) And everything was fine. So, yeah, it was just. Weird. I'm a bit more of a behind the scenes person I don't really like, um, but yeah, it was, it was fine. We, we got on fine. Well, I like to think we did, unless
1: there's something we haven't talked about, but I, you know, <laughs> I had exactly the same thoughts, but I had it almost a few days afterwards because I know that uh, when you got home, you hit the ground running and I was like, I haven't heard from Naomi for a few days. I hope meeting me at the convention didn't turn her off me. <laughs> oh,
2: so I had so it funny. after the event. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, no, no, all good. I can, I can officially and publicly say that we got on really well yeah it was all good we got on really well and um it was fantastic
1: which means settling for a whole heaps more episodes which is great and just on that note we have a very exciting guest joining us i'm so pumped about this but before we get there i just quickly want to say uh, right now we're sitting on just over four thousand downloads and um that is awesome and we're just so grateful for everybody who's already invested
2: in this podcast so thank you Thank you to everybody. That's amazing. I can't believe people actually want to listen to us.
1: <laughs> Let's get them to stick around. Look, we, are, we do have a special guest.
2: Naomi, tell us who we're going to be joined by very soon. So yes, I'm really excited today. We have a very special guest today. We have Ashley, who is the chairperson of Amber. So for those of you who don't know, Amber is the Australian Multiple Birth Association of Australia.
1: This is very cool. I got to meet Ash for the first time over the weekend of the convention. I'm very excited to hear her story and how she has got involved in Amber. She's going to be joining us next on Talking Twins and More.
0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nicks and Naomi. Thanks to Twinfo.com.au and Nikki Ainley.com.
1: And joining us, the chairperson of Amber, Ashley. Ash, how are you going?
0: Hello, lady. Doing well, thank
1: you. Oh, my goodness. We're so excited to have you. First of all, I want to say thank you to you and Naomi for inviting me to be part of the convention because, as I've explained previously on episodes, I didn't know a lot about Amber and uh, what you guys do is incredible.
2: It really is. And we're so lucky to be involved in something like this. So to have um, Ash on to really explain to those that don't know, like Nikki, who's going to learn a lot tonight about what we actually do is, yeah, it's really going to be it's it's important to know.
1: First of all, let's one, Ash to your story. Um, tell us about your multiples, about your family.
0: Uh, yeah, so it was a it was a shock, I guess, as it is for for most parents who go and have that kind of dating scan to find out how far along their pregnancy journey they are. They need to find out that there's two or more in there. Um, so yeah, I have eight year old twins. Um, my girls are monozygotic, so they are identical, um, and they're in year two
1: wow. and how's for a couple the, more months. How's the attitude going?
0: Oh, far out, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, eight, eight and a half. There'll be nine nine next February going on like 16, if not worse. Yeah, the hormones are insane. Oh, <laughs> and
2: to-
0: we totally have to come back to this
2: topic because I've got, <laughs> also got eight and a half year olds, and... Yeah, it is just, it's just reached another level recently. And I, it's got to be the
0: hormones, hey? Oh, it, it does, you know. And I thought that it was a little bit early, but the number of people that I hear talk about has been quite common. I'm kind of pleased I'm not alone, but, you know, most of the people that I'm talking to are at school and they only have one going through it. I so know. This is where and we that, need to sit together.
2: <laughs> that's the big thing because people go, oh, yeah, I'm having the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, but you've only got one. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in a bad way because I know that they've got other things happening in their family. They may have other children. They've got things happening in their life. But it's just often so hard to do when you've got two lots of this Mm. same age attitude happening. You're just like, oh,
0: my gosh, where is the wine? (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. And, I mean, it's, it's where the intensity comes in, you know, because I think once you get beyond some of those early days where the challenges really are unique, multiple birth families, You do kind of get to a point where you get into a bit of a rhythm and it's a little bit like just having two kids. But then there's those developmental pieces like, you know, the the hormones and the behaviour and that kind of stuff that we have two or more at the exact same age. It's just so intense.
2: People just don't understand that. And now we're not saying that it is any harder. It is just very different yeah. having two or three or even four people mm. and the same age mm. going through the exact mm. same thing. It's just mm. it's a very unique challenge and you know, we're very blessed to go through it, but on the other hand, it can also be really difficult. And that's the best thing about Amber, for example, it brings people together who are going through things at the same
0: time. Well, absolutely. And that's you know, that's the whole premise upon which Amber was formed many years ago, 44 years ago, uh, was essentially to bring families together so they could learn from each other. And, you know, it's the lived experience that we go through as families that enables us to support others and offer that peer support and, uh, and the support from those who know, which is our tagline.
1: Yeah. Ash, at what point in your pregnancy or was it after you delivered your girls that you got involved in Amber?
0: So my ex-husband and I joined our local club, uh, North West Sydney Mortal Birth Association, when I was pregnant. I think I was about 20 weeks or thereabouts. We went to an expectant parent evening um, and it was a really big one. So I think there were at least 10 couples there. Um, And we were all so excited to meet each other and hear each other's stories. And we were all around um, the same stage as well. Uh, which was really good. So then when we started going to New Parent Morning teas and some of the other events that the club offered, we, we knew each other because we'd, we'd met that, that first expectant parent. Um, then it was when the girls were about six months old that I actually became involved from a community perspective.
2: That's a really similar story to me. I think I went to my expectant parent night for my local club, so I was Brisbane north side. Um, and oh, I think I probably went when I was about 30 weeks pregnant. I'd been a member, but they only hold them once a month. Um, so I had been a member for a few weeks, didn't really know what I was doing, went along to this expectant parent night not ex- knowing what to expect or what it was about, and honestly, it was the best night ever. I learnt <laughs> more that night and it was just an amazing amazing night we really um we connected again we had probably 10 people or 10 families in the room um one of them one of the families that were there was a a a mum of a 16 year old girl who was having twins um and i'm still good friends with the mum and and the girl who had twins because Completely coincidentally, we ended up having our babies one day apart and in the same hospital. Uh, so we caught oh, wow. up then. Um, and I still see them. I still support them. And believe it or not, she's gone on to have a second set of twins, so before she was 21. Um, wow. And I'm, st- I'm still good friends with her. And the other people that I met there, you know, we, we – yeah, it was amazing. Laid the groundwork. And then when we – again, same thing as Ash – Moved on to. I didn't go to any morning teas, but the the playgroups and things I started to go with. Uh, Mm. The the six or seven girls that um, and families that I met around the mat we used to call it um, are some of my best friends now. Uh, I I must admit, I because
1: obviously I didn't know a lot about Amber until I was lucky enough to be invited to be involved in the convention this year, and. I, I think I've said to you, Naomi, mean, I think I may have mentioned it to you, Ash, as well before I left, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous because I didn't know anything about Amber and I live more regionally and there's, there's not a lot of um, access. It's very far for me to drive to my closest Amber. Um, but one of the most traumatic experiences I had as a young, as an early mum was going to a play group. And so many people are like, you need to get out, you need to go to playgroup. So I had another friend that I already knew and she said, come along to my playgroup. And I was the one person with twins and my kids were all over the place rolling from mat to mat and I didn't turn up prepared and I didn't have enough whatever everybody else did and I felt so out of control. I never went back and <laughs> I think it was because I was that one – you know, I, I remember this one lady saying, oh, we have, we know one other woman with twins and her twins are much better behaved and it just cut me so deep and I felt so isolated. And so...
2: That is so rude. Oh, Your know. babies were so little <laughs> and to I say know. that they're better behaved at that age... But,
1: you know... Oh, if people are expecting or just had their babies, you know, I would now move heaven on earth to get involved with Amber because I think hearing your stories and knowing you had that bond with other twin mums just is incredible.
2: It is. So one of the girls I met, um, hi Sylvia, um, I actually met her at uh, Chermside Shopping Centre, a big Westfield shopping centre. We walked past each other with our exact matching pram, both with babies <laughs> the same age asleep, and we pushed past each other. And I don't know why because this is not my personality. I actually, I was just my mother-in-law, and I said, take the pram, I'm going back to talk to her. And we went back, and then we started chatting, and, and it was a girl at, from my expectant parent night, and we ended up going to playgroup together the next week, and now you know we're
0: best friends. It was amazing. Wow. Wow. This Ash... is a small world story for you. Yeah. So at that expectant parent night that I went to, it was run by the expectant parent coordinator and then they also had members from the club who came along to tell their stories as well. So one of the ladies that came along to tell her story was Tracy and she had been involved in the club for some time and held a lot of positions. She was kind of one of those dinosaurs, I guess, who you mm-hmm. know kind of held most of the positions in the club and kind of knew everything about Amber and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she was she was the Tracy that was at the Saturday night dinner at convention this year. Yeah. No <laughs> way she wow. came to her yeah, so super, super super world. but the other part of it was so Tracy and Helen came together to convention this year. Those two met in Sydney about 20 years ago, and they are now inseparable. they're so, so close. it's, it's the most amazing bond of friendship I've, I think I've ever seen um, yeah. as as adults. But after I delivered my girls, or actually before I delivered, no, sorry, after I delivered my girls, I was in a breastfeeding class in the hospital, and Helen was in the same class as me. She was about to give birth to her girls. I think hers came maybe a week or so after that class. We ended up going through NICU together. Wow. See,
2: and that's and the then thing, And we discovered isn't it? it's
0: the Tracy and Helen connection, and it was just, yeah, it was just incredible. Wow. It really is.
2: And having, I think just having that on the ground support of somebody who really does understand and get what you're going through just mm. makes the world of
0: difference. It does. And, you know, like I said earlier, um, it really is that lived experience mm. of other things and the support from, from those who know, which sets which Amber apart from, from any other kind of support really.
2: Um
0: mm in our country in terms of actually being able to get people physically connected face-to-face.
2: So, as you joined Amber when your twins were about six months old. What was the first role that you did with your local com- club?
0: So, my first role, I actually didn't know that it was even an option and I was contacted by an ex-work colleague of mine who was a member of the same club that I was in. And she said, um, so, so, there's a position... That on the club committee, and you need to email them and say that you're second. <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and she said, "Well, you've got your name written all over it, you know, with all the work that you did. We were together at Site Microsystems, it's perfect for you, um, and it was Webmaster. So ah, was, perfect. Yeah. Back in 2012, so technology back then, certainly at club level, in Amber was." Uh, not the most advanced or modern, and <laughs> uh, clubs really struggled, yeah. you know, with kind of finding people who were skilled at it um, and finding volunteers from within their own club base, uh, which is kind of the whole premise of Amber, you know, that we support with people from within our own families. Um, yeah, so I emailed Tracy, um, who was secretary of prison or something at the time, and I said, I'm kind of keen to find out about Webmaster. and. Quizzed me about what I knew about websites and technology and this and that, and I haven't looked back really. (laughs) That was it. Brilliant. I
1: I want to know from both of you actually, because I I imagine. Taking on roles when you've got newborn twins must be quite, um, you know, it's quite a demanding thing. We all know having multiples is it keeps us so busy. So h- how did you guys both balance it, and what was it about Amber that made you decide that you wanted to first on take on a role and then continue? Because you've both been so invested in Amber for so long.
2: I'll go with this one because I've got a, this. Uh, this is going to be embarrassing, and I honestly I can't believe that I'm going to admit this <laughs> on air. But anyway, um, I didn't even want to join. I'd never been a member of a club. And I just had this thing about this preconceived idea of people that belong to a club. And I just thought, you're only a member of the club because you can't make any friends on your own.
0: (laughs) You're not alone. I was not a club type of person. either. It was only that my and my ex-husband friend of the family or something, her daughter had, had twins and she had been president of Nepean ah. Association, which is our neighbouring club. Um, and she's like, you know, Nicole was really involved and she got so much value out of it, it was amazing for her and the boys and blah, 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 and you really need to find your local club and join. That was the only reason. Nobody else ever said anything to me about any kind of club for multiple. Well, mm. i I went, so
2: I went to the Expectant Parent Night and it was so amazing. I learned so much and I got so much value out of it. And I met some amazing other families, Um, Dave, my partner, he connected with a few of the dads. I connected with loads of the mums and I was just like, okay. And then, you know, we got this newsletter in our mailbox. um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, well, They're saying that there's this meeting that they can go to, you can go to at night time, and I thought, oh, I'll go to that. And I had to plug this address into my GPS and drive a million miles. I drove up and down the street six times before I could find it because it was in a house. I didn't. I was looking for some big club, you know, like a football club or I don't know what I was looking for, and it was held in the basement of this house that I drove past six times. Um, and finally turned up and I walked in and I thought, Oh my gosh! So, up above the door, it was a remote control club, but they obviously, our amber club, used the rooms in the evening. And I thought, I walked in, I thought, Am I walking into a remote control aero club here? Like, you know. What am I doing? And there's going to be all these guys in here and I'm going to walk in by myself. And it was really awkward. Walked in there and there was these twin triplet mums. Our trip, uh, there was a triplet mum that was president. She came over to me and she was like, oh, hi, how are you going? Have you got multiples? Yep, great, my name's it. And uh, she just made me feel so at ease from the moment mm. I walked through that door and I thought, I found my people. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. It was, and so mm-hmm. um, so I just went along to find out what this club was all about, because I thought everybody went to the club meetings. I didn't realise it was just the committee <laughs> <laughs> that went to the club meetings at this point in time.
0: Oh, um, so okay. I walked out of there being a committee member. That's funny. Me. <laughs> I remember reading, so I got, I got paper newsletters as well in the mail, we got full tripod, into three, with sticky tape wrapped all around. And I remember reading through it one day, and I got to the minutes of the last meeting, which is not generally something that you would kind of think is interesting to read. But I sat there and read it, and I'm like, hmm, it's kind of struggling with a few things, and I, I hadn't even noticed the webmaster thing at that stage, so I don't know if it was advertised or whatever. But um, but I kind of thought I have I have something to say about that, or I have. There's, you know, there's, there was something in there that I thought I could help with, or I had an idea about, or something, and I thought I'll go to this as the next committee meeting, or whatever they call it, general meeting, or something. I'll go to that and see what it's all about, and that's that's where it started. Wow. Yeah. So for me,
2: mine was more. Um, I had been to one play group beforehand, and I, the girl had come up and welcomed me, and. You know, she'd introduced me to other twin parents, and there were a couple of twin grandparents—one oh pair and one dad—and she'd introduced me to everybody. And I was like, "Oh, I have bought the right pram," you know, because everybody's got the same pram as me. And oh, okay, everyone looks as tired as me. Yep, okay, I'm I'm all good, you know, things things are okay. I'm I am coping, and um I then. So I went to that and then I went to the meeting a couple of nights later and she had actually was going back to work, the lady. And so she was like, oh, well, I can't do playgroup anymore because I have to go back to work on this day. So we need to find somebody else. Me. I just went, oh, I can do it. Mm. I don't know why I even said that. <laughs> and the dish. rest is history. And the rest is history. Eight years on, I'm still a very avid uh, avid volunteer for Amber and it's been, yeah, I've met some amazing people and I've done some amazing things and I have seen so much amazing stuff happen. So it's been totally worth it.
1: So Ash, let's start with you first of all. You've you've held quite a few roles for Amber, but what was after your first role, what other roles did you hold at a local level?
0: Yeah, so I started off as a webmaster and then I transitioned few, through Sorry, um, quite a few, so I took on... Um, parent coordinator, I think, might have been the next one. Um, And then I was also secretary and membership secretary. Um, And then I ended up as president for some years as well. Well, Wow. It is
2: a lot of roles. And I think all of the clubs, um, I mean, having been to so many conventions myself, I know that a lot of the clubs struggle to find the volunteers. Uh, But for me, I found it completely rewarding. So I started off um, just, playgroup coordinator and Mm -hmm. i mean i could have i at one stage i had uh 25 families a week turning up at at the playgroup and it was crazy busy made some amazing friends Mm -hmm. it was yeah we actually had to purchase more mats um we had proper thick padded mats like uh, almost like gymnastic mats i don't know what you call them from heart sports and we actually had to um I think we had to get a grant to purchase some more because we were like, okay, we're running out of room in this place. We were lucky we had a really large church hall with lots of toys and various things. Um, but just sitting around these tables, um, sorry, around these mats on the ground was just amazing. Looking at all these people, uh, I can't share any photos because I don't have their permission to share them on, on this forum, but um, it, was, it was amazing. And I've now met my seven closest friends that had like my seven closest multiple birth friends were from playgroup. I then moved on from host from that. I had moved on to hire coordinator um, where I looked after hiring all the pumps as uh, the bre- mm. breastfeeding pumps, um, which you can get. I mean, we hired them out, you know, at $30 a month, whereas, you know, they're $110, $120 from a chemist. So it was yeah. a significant saving hiring them mm. through your club. We had breastfeeding pillows. We had uh, the double – actually, no, we didn't have the double cuddle. I was instrumental in getting those. I was really lucky. I managed to get a $36,000 grant for the club. Uh, We purchased a whole heap of pumps, um, breastfeeding booklets, brochures. Um, We purchased some bottle feeding pillows. Uh, We had them all covered in marine vinyl from one of the mums who could sew and had an industrial sewing machine. She then went on to sew all of the covers for everybody in Amber. Um, and yeah, so the higher program for me was really to still to that moment. I'm so, such good friends with a lot of the people that I met from there because I was one of the first people they met at the club. If they hadn't gone to the expectant parent night, um, I was their first point of contact in the club. And often they would turn up, they'd been at a, uh, sorry, they'd given birth and suddenly they'd been kicked out of hospital. And, you know, it would be like, half past nine someone would ring me and they're like oh it'd be a husband you generally or a partner uh my partner's just been discharged from hospital we've just left our babies but we need a breast pump overnight and i would be like yep yeah, great I only live uh, the reason one of the reasons I took on the role is I live right splat bang between two of the hospitals in Brisbane uh, on north side of Brisbane um so I'd be like but that's fine, you can come over I'm just letting you know I am in my pyjamas and I'm not going to get changed
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and no one cared they were like, yeah.
2: and they'll be like yeah okay no worries and you know they turn up and they would be crying because they just left their babies in special care mm. their boobs were sore and big and they would be like okay is this the same pump as the hospital how do I use it, what do I do, can I use it here can you show me how to use it And, yeah, and I just made some really good friends. I met one lady today back at gymnastics this afternoon who I I remember helping her with her pump, um, you know, six and a half years ago. Wow. And, yeah, she was at gymnastics with her twins this afternoon, and it was really nice just to catch up with her, and she recognized me. We had a lovely chat, and it was really nice.
1: Wow, my goodness. I can hear from both of you, it's just been so rewarding. Is that one of the reasons you've stayed so engaged? And for you, Ash, in particular, you've moved through so many roles and now into being part of the board.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. So, um, hearing the way Amy talk about the kind of roles that she progressed through and the way that she spoke about them is, is quite different to my story, I guess. Um, but actually, re- reflecting on it um, to be part of your podcast tonight It's actually really interesting because. The, I would say that most of my motivation in the early days was to try and help the club be more efficient for other people to be able to help our families. Oh. So it was... It was, it was not, I won't say never because it sounds really bad and it's, and it's not true either. <laughs> but I guess my main my main focus was not for me to be the one at that kind of face-to-face level with families. Yeah. That's why I, I never took my... A playgroup coordinator role. It's, that that wasn't that wasn't me. Yep. Um. And I, you know, that was something that wasn't wasn't going to suit me, and I wouldn't commit to it. And, you know, I wouldn't do the role justice, etc. So I very much have yeah, kind of focused on those um, more back end, I guess, administrative um, type of areas and I could help. You know, move the club into more modern ways of of operating, so we could use our volunteers more effectively and do stuff better and all that kind of thing in order to be able to serve the family. So, yeah, it's really quite interesting actually hearing both of us talk about our stories that way. Yeah, very
1: different. That is different. because
2: if you had asked me, I would say, oh, yeah, I'm a behind-the-scenes person. But now hearing you say what I have done mm-hmm. at back at that stage, I was totally – I was at the cold front, but I, I – and literally, until I heard you say that a, a couple of, you know, a few, two minutes ago,
0: mm.
2: I would say, no, I've always been in the background.
0: so <laughs> no. Isn't like, that funny? That stood out to me, like, so much when you were just talking about your progress and, like, we are chalk and cheese. Totally. You know? But yeah. isn't
2: yeah. that funny? Because then I, yeah, I genuinely would not have said that I took on that role at that time to be that person. I guess I've always, I have always been somebody that helps people, but mm. I mean, I'm talking about the person who's lost their dog on the street or the person who doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, standing on the corner looking for a map and I'm like, oh, do you need some help? Where are you going? But yeah, that's interesting because now obviously running Twinfo, I'm an online thing and I actually really try and stay behind the scenes because I don't like being the the face of it. I like hiding behind everything. And I think it's the same with Amber. I say the same thing with Amber. I like to, mm. um, you know, people often say, oh, what's your role? Oh, yeah, I say, oh, I'm a general dog's body. I just do whatever needs mm. to be done. Isn't that funny yeah. how, it's, yeah, how it's sometimes funny. it takes somebody else to point out <laughs>
0: things that you haven't thought about? Anyway. Yeah, well, I guess is um, putting my hand up to take on the chairperson role. A little bit daunting because. Oh, there's was no way. Of, yeah, yeah, that was good on you. Acting quite significantly from being very much back um, end person, I was technology at the time, to essentially being face of Amber. You are the face of Amber. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You've got a nice face, are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, there is so much more I want to find out about Amber, and so much more to talk about. Uh, we're running out of time. Ash, will you come back next week and have a further chat? I would love to. Excellent. We'll do it again next week on Talking Twins and More. Looking forward to it. And
2: thanks, Ash, for your time. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for inviting, inviting me to be part of it. Awesome.
0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nicks and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and nickianley.com.